Hi friends, I am here with Anne Molesky and today we are talking all about elemental form. Anne, um, elemental form is one of those words that I heard over and over and over and over and even like went through a good amount of levels courses while still being um, pretty, pretty iffy on what exactly we were talking about. And I understood that it was like an ABA or an AAAB. Like I could have given you the patterns, but if you were to ask me just like, what is it? I would have been like, oh, it's ABAB, right? I would have given you back those, those same patterns, right? So when we talk about elemental form, we are talking about number one, we can look at this word elemental. Those are like the most um, basic structures of music that we see in specifically in Western music, um, in across all or across a lot of genres, across a lot of other categories at its most basic level. These are some of the patterns that we can expect to hear again, specifically in Western music. Um, so when we think about elemental form, another, the big aha moment I had to arrive at was that we are talking about what we would consider to be like subphrase form. We're not talking about sectional form. And I was used to thinking of form as like, like, um, mm. like sonata form. Do you know what I mean? And so when we started talking about just like these tiny yeah. little sections of the song, that was very helpful for me. I just needed to think smaller. So what's your, what's your thought with that? What's your experience with elemental form? Yeah, absolutely. I have a good friend who once told me that um, when you think about elementary music as a whole, it's like really like Schenker analysis because it's just getting down to like the smallest, smallest uh -huh. pieces. Now I know nothing about Schenker an analysis <laughs> except that like you just get down to, I know enough to know that like that's probably like an okay parallel, right? Um, but this idea that yes, we're getting down to as, as simple, as basic as we can. Those are two really key words. Mm -hmm. I think just ways that things that kids could easily take in and then be able to create with, right? Mm -hmm. So this idea that that we're making it childlike or mm -hmm. accessible to children, I think yeah. is a good way to sort of frame this this conversation. And not to say that, um, you know, sectional forms obviously are still something that kids could comprehend, but when we're talking about elemental form, that is the first step because it's the most basic. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's jump in um, to talking about some elemental form activities. Um, and as we are recording this, um, it is like beginning middle-ish, moving towards the middle of January, which means if you live in a zone eight, you are going to be starting your seeds soon. <laughs> and perhaps you already have some things outside, right? And especially if you are in a zone, what are you, zone six? Maybe you have been overwintering your crops. I don't crops. know. Okay. <laughs> Uh, maybe you've been overwintering your crops. We've talked about this before, but I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. That's that's all right. You want to know what does know what zone you're in. Uh, for all intents and purposes, um, a rabbit would know what zone you're in because your rabbit is going to know when you have something yummy outside for them to eat. So let's make our rabbit jump like this, and they'll be jumping on top of a cabbage. Here we go. Old Mr. Rabbit, you've got a mighty habit of jumping in my garden and eating all my cabbage. And what else did you plant out this spring? Carrots. You're right. Can you maybe this is our carrot? <laughs> growing down into the ground. Okay. Okay. Old Mr. Rabbit, you've got a mighty habit of jumping in my garden and eating. 
all my carrots. Excellent. So I won't sing because we sing it different. <laughs> yeah. Do you sing it? Uh, how, how's yours go? I go, um, eat uh, old Mr. Rabbit. You got a money habit. Jump into my garden and eat, eat all my cabbage. Oh, it's a little different, right? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's fun. That makes yeah, a lot yeah. of sense, actually. Okay, so you've given me, uh, we have cabbage and we have carrots. Give me one more, please. Mm, turnips? Correct. Turnips. How are you going to make your turnip? It's kind of like a cabbage, but let's put it down in the ground. <laughs> I'll take my scrunchie. I'll figure it out. Old Mr. Rabbit, you've got a mighty habit of jumping in my garden and eating all my turnips. Good. Okay, so if I were to keep going with my class, then we would have eventually something that's not the same rhythm as cabbage, carrot, turnip. Right, right. If we kept going, we would have different options. Let me share my screen with you. So uh, eventually, if we did not get there, then I would uh, move us towards a, a graphic like this. And I might even front load it with bell pepper. So I'm going to take that and I'm going to put it down here, eating all my peppers. But in this case, they'll be bell peppers. And I like that you said carrots because I like carrots as well. So I'm going to take that and I'm going to put it right here. So now I have bell pepper carrot, copy and paste that, bell pepper carrot. Great, so this is our little B section. We're just gonna repeat this four times in a row. Here we go. Bell pepper carrot, bell pepper carrot, bell pepper carrot, bell pepper carrot, and on and on and on. Great, you're great. Okay, so now if I want, then I can say, um, hey, I notice a pattern here. What's our pattern here? And first graders, second graders love patterns. And they would say, oh, it's, it's one, two, one, two. Or it's, um, uh, it, they might say it's A, B, A, B, because that's something that they would be used to saying in class. And then I might say, okay, so what if I change our pattern and make it this and then that? And I move for friends who are listening on our audio. I would have, I now have bell pepper, bell pepper, carrot, carrot and we can go like that so that's a fine way to do it for a while and then eventually these should actually be lowercase but we're not going to uh, get too nitpicky about that um, eventually I can add in labels on top and say let's make our own patterns here how can we make a b b a and students would say uh, okay we can do bell pepper carrot carrot bell pepper and I would say oh you're correct but there's another way we could do it too and it would still be correct and they would talk amongst themselves and eventually come out and say we could do carrot bell pepper bell pepper carrot we do the same thing but opposite and still keep the same pattern okay so that's the that's the movement we are um, asking students let me stop my share we're singing the song and then we ask students for vegetables. Eventually, we'll ask them for, or we'll pull from their responses to different rhythms and then move those around on the board. Um, again, with speech patterns, but as you can imagine, obviously this translates very well to lots of body percussion thing. Um, we can have two different levels of body percussion even. We could put the words in our heads instead of speaking them out loud. And then of course we can transfer this to instruments as well. So that's old Mr. Rabbit.
Yeah, lots of opportunities for layering that into some of the things we've talked about in past episodes, right? Oh, for sure. So, yeah. you know, right, just making it like a consistent ostinati, like saying today in music we're going to create an ABBA ostinati, and then it just so happens that that's what they're doing after doing it as a class the next time, right? So it can just keep on going and going and going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love old Mr. Abbott, even though we've seen it differently. That's great. No, I love it. Good. Cool. Next. Awesome. All right, so um, raise your hand if you've ever been to the ocean. Oh, Victoria, you've been to the ocean. Tell me something that you might see at the ocean, Victoria. Bicycles. Bicycles. What else might you see maybe in the ocean? Um, a spear fisherman. A spear fisherman. <laughs> I'm trying to think, wow, that's like quite the ocean experience you've had. <laughs> now, what's another word for ocean? Um, sea. Or water. A sea, yeah. Water or a sea. Let's go with sea. Um, and what types of things that have the word sea in them might you find in the ocean? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> above the ocean, I might see a seagull. Okay. Or a or seal. Or a sea right? shell. shell. Just trying to get you to say sea shell. That's all I was trying to get you to do. <laughs> because I'm telling you what, my kids would say a seashell, a seashell, because that's what they do, right? They go and they look for mm-hmm. seashells, not necessarily a spear, no. spear fisherman. <laughs> my kids would say, like, my dad was spear fishing, or I would see, like, the crabs from our crab pot, or I would see, like, all, um, all sorts of things. Yeah. But keep going. And there you go with the regional. Well, and I grew up on the Great Lakes, so they would be like, it's just the, like, we see crawdads. Right. <laughs> we see all those kind of things, right? Yeah. Okay. Anywho, so this is seashell, obvious. And obviously not seagull, not spear fisherman, <laughs> but seashell. And so today we're going to use that song. And if you aren't familiar with it, it goes like this. Seashell, seashell, sing a song for me. Sing about the ocean, sing about the sea. And this is a beautiful song just to sing, teach by rote. I just I just teach it phrase by phrase, um, mm. motive by motive. Um, and and so um, let me sing it just one more time. Seashell, seashell, sing a song for me. Sing about the ocean, sing about the sea. Now in our song, who who is singing the song for us? Listen one more time. Seashell, seashell, sing a song for me. Sing about the ocean, sing about the sea. Victoria, who is singing about the ocean and singing about the sea in our song? The seashell is singing the to The seashell. Us. Now, how on earth does that work? I don't how know. Does it work? I don't know. Well, if you haven't ever seen a seashell before because you're too busy watching the spear fisherman... <laughs> If you take a seashell and you put it up to your ear, you can hear the sound of the ocean. You can hear the waves crashing inside of the seashell, right? And so it's almost like the seashell is answering you, right? So if you put it up into up to your ear, you hear that answer. So I'm going to ask you, third grade, to be a seashell for me. So listen to my song. Third grade, third grade, sing a song for me. Do you like the ocean? Do you like the sea? Because I saw so many, almost all of you have been to the ocean. So, Victoria, Victoria, do you like the sea? Yes, I like the sea. I really do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so maybe that would happen. Or, um, Victoria, do you like the sea? And you could say, yes, I like the sea, or I don't like the sea, or maybe something different. 
Victoria, Victoria, do you like the sea? I really, really like the sea. Ooh, I'm going to say it a little bit different. I wonder how you might sing different. Victoria, Victoria, do you like the sea? Yes, I like the sea. Victoria, Victoria, do you like the sea? <laughs> okay, so anyway, you might get a variety of things depending on how you break that up there, right? There's a lot of options to see what your kids get back to you. Some of them will give you that Mimi Re Re Do at the end, and that's what I was sort of looking for. Okay, Got it. so then the next step there would be to to show the contour of the song. So we're gonna take like waves on the ocean. I want you to just kind of use your hand, and at this point, you know the song. I want you to kind of follow my hand and my voice with your hand. Here I go. It'd help if I did it with you. Let me try again. And we could go ahead and put that on the board then. So we would have four different motives with kind of this wave motion, if you will. And then we would notice like, oh, wow, that that scene about the sea part sounds a lot like your answer to me when I asked, do you like the sea? Then at the end, it looks a lot like, yes, I like the sea or I don't like the sea. And then if you've talked about tonal center, mm. you could say we learned in our last lesson at the end of the song, a lot of times we have our home note. It makes us feel like our music is finished sort of like the answer to a question so in in this song we have seashell seashell sing a song for me it doesn't sound finished it doesn't sound like the answer and then we have sing about the ocean sing about the sea and in music let's see where the patterns are we have a b a c and that's really a question and answer mm -hmm. yeah so there's that the end <laughs> yeah I no spear first for red <laughs> <laughs> yeah Sing about the spear fisherman yeah um i i love that and one of the things just as a an aside i love this song so much because it's mm -hmm. one of those so like such a simple children's song that has so much magic in it and like you said mm -hmm. like how does a seashell sing to us right there's yeah. a lot of i love the idea of a seashell just singing to someone on the land about what what it's like inside the ocean beautiful um I like also, um, I think what you did was very intentional, uh, which is not surprising, but you had us do like a bunch of echo back and forth stuff. But then before you put anything on the board and told us about elemental form, we did it with movement, mm -hmm. right? And that's so huge. And then it's linked back into the ocean waves of the song and everything, everything like that. I love it. Yeah, and if you're doing so in the interest of saying we're going to teach this all in one lesson, like it's a mm -hmm. lot for one lesson. So yeah. um, this could be, as as could yours, easily broken up over several lessons. But if you did want to do it all in one swing, something to be mindful of is I didn't do anything standing up and moving. <laughs> and so like it would probably be an okay idea to maybe think, okay, like now that we've done this question and answer, you told me if you like the sea mm -hmm. or you don't, whatever. Um, let's pretend that we're riding the waves. Mm -hmm. And let's just kind of listen listen to my voice, maybe keep a steady beat on a drum or on an orphan mm -hmm. instrument or something or a bard instrument and um just kind of move all around the room like your waves and then okay now we're gonna have a smaller wave and I want mm -hmm. it to kind of follow what I'm doing and um, just to kind of give them that gross motor opportunity to get away from any of the wiggles that might be happening so oh yeah for sure yeah. for cool. sure 
I have never used this song linking it to elemental form like that, but I've done a lot of movement stuff with this song and something that I'm imagining, um, like a, a nice link from this activity to something else that I've done with a, a different pathway, but um, students are getting mm. into like a school of fish. And so after they do their wave mm. movement with the melodic contour, then maybe they're in, depends on the size or like the, the age of your students. But for me, a group of three fish, a school of three fish is a nice, um, a nice size. And they're doing the same thing, but now can you do it in a small group and find a way to make your fish move up and down, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so this is, I, I tried to keep things a little narrow because sometimes I feel like I come to share and I'm like, and then we're going to go here and then we're going to go here and then we're going to go here. So I was really trying to think like, okay, if we really learn this on and like the idea of contour, the idea of like home notes and tonal center, and maybe they've already had some, ex- probably already had experiences with like, this is A, this is B, this is A, mm. this is B, or, you know, even A, B, A, C. Well, this is kind of this question answer idea. Like that's sort of the next step. So this is like a late third grade-ish thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Okay. So yeah, both of our ideas today are, um, like you said, like not as rambly as we sometimes get, (laughs) um, like a little bit, we're a little bit more contained today, which I think is, uh, which is good. Um, so both of these ideas are very drag and drop. We did yours. Mm -hmm. I like yours that it's literally just the song, like no extra bells and Mm -hmm. whistles because that makes it so much more actionable. You know, so many of our songs are in some sort of elemental form. And so that's a very easy, just drag and drop idea to use, um, without any prep really. Uh, yours is as well though, because if you're teaching the song by row, right, like mm. you want to have a lot of different listenings. And so if you ask for two or three vegetables, even when you're just teaching the song, then you mm. can break it down phrase by phrase, then put it back together and then just go ahead and add like one ostinati with a mm. couple of veg- a couple of veggies or whatever <laughs> at the end, at the end of it before going on to the next thing. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, so hopefully this really and truly is something that you can teach tomorrow. Love it. <laughs>